0: Hey, I'm Mitch, and I'm Greg, and this is Side Note, a podcast where every episode we tell stories about and then debate a controversial topic, and then we research and splice in all the mind-blowing shiznit throughout so you are entertained while simultaneously learning. Today we are talking about the Oscars. We are going to start by giving our opinions on the Best Picture nominees, some we loved and some we truly hated. Then we are going to get into a debate. Are the Oscars a culturally relevant spectacle, or should they just be cancelled altogether? Today's side notes will be presented by me, Craig, and Rachel.
1: Hey peeps, let's get into it.
0: Charlie Puth were in the booth! Oh, <laughs> oh Charlie like Puth. That? Um...
2: When I don't you like showed me telling, that album, I was like into some of it, but not. I realized. I know I don't, don't like telling people anymore. how much I like Charlie Puth. It's fully embarrassing. He's mayonnaise, but a person. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I don't know what you mean,
0: but I mean, I just don't like, think wait, he has actually, very much Why spice. do people use mayonnaise as like boring? Is it? Is it just because a boring it's boring? Thing? It's like a, it's like a, it's just like a creamy sauce with no spice. But it's but.
2: eggs, and eggs are not boring. A one. Bit, girl. but i think white people like them and white
0: people are boring like i love mayonnaise Why are it's like white people uh, oh my god well l- let's go through history um okay <laughs> well you see it's just the concept of anything exciting or spicy being uh, foreign okay okay this okay, is anyways. i mean, this is gonna tie
2: into our oscars today um but how are you feeling today
0: i'm feeling good how are you
2: i am yet again sick What a coincidence! On brand. On brand. I'm getting through it though. I have a bit of a sore throat. AKA, you took Advil. So
0: I'm gonna try not to cough too much into the mic today, but Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Advil, keeping us going (laughs) through every situation. That's not true, but if you're for some reason, we're going to have and you want to sponsor this, Go for it. <laughs> oh, what did we learn this week? This week, I learned
2: something related to the Oscars, which is related to this oh, podcast. Oh, wow. Good job. Um, good and, job. But it was kind of a coincidence. I don't know if I just saw it come up because it's Oscar season. It's actually about someone you
0: love. Oh, okay, can I guess? Kate Winslet. Oh, okay, oh sorry. Oh, I, I, thought, it, thought, but, I yeah. thought you meant you I don't think I would fact. have said Kate Winslet. She was my love, what was you instinct? know, like... Five years ago, I'm hoping you don't know
2: this fact. It was circulating the internet recently. Wait, about Kate Winslet? Yeah, she's like a hot
0: topic. She's right been nominated
2: now. for many an Oscar and did not win many an Oscar. She
0: won one for The Reader, I think. Exactly. That's oh. what I'm going to get into. What was okay. it called?
2: The Oh, The Reader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Great book.
0: So, Kate Winslet, where, what do you think she did with that Oscar? I think she put it above her mantle, above her fireplace, and every night before bed, when she sips her tea, she thinks, "Oh wow, well, I am quite." Professional and I don't know. (laughs) That is not a bad guess, but Kate
2: Winslet has explained that she keeps her Oscar in her bathroom so that when guests come over, they can give acceptance speeches in the mirror and not feel embarrassed
0: wow that's so funny so you can like
2: go to Kate and she says she always kind of knows when someone did it because they take a little longer after you hear the toilet flush and then they come up with like rosy cheeks does she have like (laughs) antibacterial
0: soap or things to write down a lot of comments were like that is it's not like, sanitary.
2: Like, you hope they're respectful and wash their hands Speaking before of they sick. use it. Um, but an interesting tidbit about that Oscar that she won was she was in an episode of... So she famously didn't win a bunch. Like, she was nominated She many didn't times. win for Titanic. And, I mean, right. she was so good at being frozen and Amazing so at good frozen. at saying, yeah. um, speak like a man. But... Basically, she was in an episode of Extras once okay. talking about how she doesn't like, um, like there's Oscar bait Holocaust films, like they're often created to win the Oscars. And then ironically later, she won her Oscar for being in a Holocaust film. The Reader,
0: yeah. Okay, weird thing to say, in my opinion, just to <laughs> no. start Kate Winslet. Oh, oh for her, like, yeah. oh, like, what are you talking
2: I, about? Th- the other thing is I actually never watched Extras and I'm like, what? Is that like? Is it fully scripted? Is it
0: like? I think you play uh, yourself in, right? Like, is she talking about something?
2: Maybe she actually does believe, or was, or did someone just say say this?
0: Okay, but still, I'm also just like weird opinion. Whenever I think about these like legacy actors, I'm like, are they problem? Like, are you going to say something about? No, I mean, I think people
2: agree. Like, there's a lot of actually amazing Holocaust films, but I, to a certain degree, any great tragedy, often when it's being exploited for a film is sometimes like, you know it's going to be in that category. Mm-hmm. Of like We'll get into this the in the debate. We'll get True. into this.
0: Um, okay, so mine's also about the Oscars, my What Did I Learn Ooh. This Week, and it's about the statistics and the science of winning that Oscar pool. Have you ever done an Oscar pool where you vote? I love oh. how I ask you questions. Like, we haven't been dating for 10 years. Like, totally. We've done Oscar pools. <laughs> We've
2: been dating for 12 years. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> uh, I have... Never, I've done one, you're right. I've only ever done it because you at home would like print them out and give them to everyone, and, and then you're you always just, like, like Makeup,
0: you're like, Yeah, Cindy, and <laughs> yeah. you always lose, and it's like always this. <laughs> and
2: even like foreign films, I like, I'm like, I have not seen any of these, but I wish and I should have. Wow, open your mind, Mitch. No, Go I see mean, some foreign what films. What usually films, happens Mitch. is I watch them, and then they're the best films of yeah, all always, the Oscars, like all of the Oscar but movies. I often or like short animated films and stuff. Like yeah, I've never seen them, you just those. guess.
0: So the statistics of guessing the Oscars right is like what I was learning. If you're pure this. guessing, you mean? Yeah. Well, based again, or... this is based on statistics. Okay. So this is from 2014. It's a little bit dated. And so what happens Statistics is that, have changed so much well, since Well, I don't then. know. <laughs> I don't know. The director of the- So who's going to win best director? You should look at the Director's Guild of America because there's an 80% chance that it will be the same director to win the Oscar. So this Wait, what is that? Director's Guild America? It's a mean? separate award show. Okay. So if you look to that, okay. there's an 80% chance that that's who will win Best Director. Okay. Wow. So this year, oh Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. This is for Roma. advice. Like,
2: people can win money with this advice. Yeah. I didn't realize what you were doing. Okay, okay. Oh, people. didn't I not explain that? I feel like well, sometimes I thought like... you just meant, like, if you fully randomly guess, statistically, your chances of winning are blah. He's right. like, oh, yeah, there's a one in five chance <laughs> if there's five yeah, movies. I was like, this is going to be boring, but okay. No. Uh, okay, no. Uh, you're, you always shade my idea. No, it's a so. great idea.
0: You're going to help people win. What else can we learn? Okay, so the golden, a Golden Globe winner... Mm-hmm. is usually a 50% chance of winning best picture. So it's obviously okay. good to go to the Golden Globe winners. That one's a little bit obvious. Okay. Male winners on average are 42 years old. Female winners, 33. So when you look at the ages of the nominees... Interesting. This is actually part...
2: A debate point you just stole from me about why the Oscars
0: are shitty. Okay, I love the Oscars, which <laughs> does We'll get to that later. Um, an Australian study. This is sort of separate. Found that people talk about the Oscar bump, like when you get nominated for an Oscar, it means that more people will see the movie. They found that that's like actually fully not true.
2: Interesting. Uh, Another one of my <laughs> debate points. Are oh really Oh my god. Me here. Okay. Wow, wow. wow, Okay. Anyways,
0: I just these are just what I learned this week. The statistics. So how does the that Oscars? help you pick? No, this is a separate thing. This okay, is stop like, stealing my okay, points. Really. Okay, okay. Fine, okay. fine, 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 fine. Yeah, I
2: need more stats on like how do I pick the winner?
0: Story time.
2: Story time. Story time. Story time. All right, so time to talk about the Oscars. Ooh, I love the Oscars. We, we will have That's a okay, in I love a minute, the Oscars, but today's going to be a little bit different because instead of just specific stories, we actually thought we would go through the top 2019 nominations for best. Pictures, I was called best Yeah, movie. we watched
0: them. We have opinions. We watched
2: almost all of them, and we have very, very strong opinions on
0: some of these. Okay. Some are different, yes. some are the same. Some of these movies were trash. Okay, yes. so <laughs> yeah. let's go in order of us how we actually saw them, because as a couple, we saw most of them together. That's true. So the first one we would have saw was the blockbuster Black Panther, nominated Correct. for Best Picture, directed okay. by Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. who I love. So I personally... Again, as I just said, love Ryan Coogler, the director. He made this movie called Fruitvale Station, which is so I good. I still haven't seen that. I've been wanting you to watch it. It's on Netflix. It literally oh, takes place over so a day. That's so bad that I haven't seen
2: that. Why? It's like
0: so easy for me to watch that. No, I know. When everything's on Netflix, I'm always like, it's on Netflix. Like, you're lazy. Um, <laughs> such a great movie. Uh, he also made Creed, which I watched like with my friend once because he wanted to watch it. I'm like, ugh, I roll. This is going to be set up. Never seen Rocky. Okay, yeah. Okay, come for me straight. I've never seen Rocky. <laughs> uh I, mean, I obviously don't know anything about movies i've never seen rocket uh <laughs> but you loved it didn't you i loved creed and the fight you should scenes, go back and watch all the rockies but, but okay it'll be like the reason inspired. yeah that's, but i don't know if i would love Rocky. <laughs> i just like i just based on like the trailer i don't know if i'd love rocky but the reason i loved rocky was this like the way the fight scenes were were insane they never cut and that he uses this cinematographer uh named maurice alberti and rachel morrison both female cinematographers for Creed for Fruitvale Station he has these like crazy scenes where he never cuts which I loved mm-hmm. and the thing that bothered me about Black Panther is I didn't find they used that like he enough. didn't use that technique which is like Really effective that he's used in the past. Yeah, yeah, they used it in that first fight scene in Black Panther when they're in the bar, kind of thing. Like, yeah, uh, it was so long ago I watched this. Oh, like it's like one of the first main fight scenes when there's like the like evil white guy there with like the money and like she has mm. the like spear oh, and yes, it's like yeah. so effective. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is gonna be the best movie ever. But I found as it went on and on, they kind of lost that like magical like not cutting cinematography momentum and all the fight scenes in my opinion, became just, like, normal. Did you just burn? I don't know. Something weird <laughs> happened in my throat. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I liked Black Panther. I didn't love
2: Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, I would say, like, the same thing kind of happens to me every time I go into a Marvel film that's been Yeah, hyped.
0: that's true. It's and a,
2: what it is is, like, you see, oh, my God, this movie has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. And, and your mind goes, whoa, this is so exciting. Like, to, to combine an amazing action, huge blockbuster with the potential for a great story and, like, feeling captivated by characters is really exciting to me. And then almost every single time I go into any of these Marvel films, the same thing happens where I go, that was really fun. But, like, that wasn't that good of a movie. Like, the superhero tropes take over sometimes. Yeah. And, and you can tell that. That even these amazing directors are kind of like forced, forced. to yeah. go into that box because it's a huge risk. They spend so much money, yeah. like the producers or whoever's funding it, is like you That's actually have to listen. Actually to Actually, Black us. Panther
0: is so good when you think about it from the perspective of a Marvel of movie. Yeah. It did, but
2: in some ways, it still had those tropes. Yeah, and I think because my expectations were so high, like I think going out of it, I really enjoyed it. I had fun. It stood out and to black me excellence from, to the max. Yeah, it and it so... stood out from other Marvel films for yeah. me. But at the end of the day, and like a year later, or however long it's been now, I can say it was overhyped to that degree where it's like there are other films on this list that, to me, I was like, "Whoa!" I have not seen movies
0: like this, and it's done something amazing to me and emotionally. And also, like literally, we're not black. Like if you think about that type of movie being made from like a queer perspective, yeah, it was all like literally just like yeah. an unapologetically queer action movie. You would just be like, "Okay, this is yeah." It actually is incredible from the actual. Thought yeah, and like idea behind it being made, I and it that it was made amazing, the most, I money. Like yeah. that, like gets me so. Excited. And the music was incredible. Like Kendrick Lamar's, like yeah. Sorry, album I don't mean so to disparage good. it in any way. No, but it's the same it's thing that happens. Just a category like, of film. every superhero movie. I'm always like, oh god, like yeah. I just don't like these types of movies. Like Fruitvale Station was, bait. it was like experimental. It took it took place over one day. Like those types of interesting right. things when they work, I'm like, that's cool. But it's like you're right. Millions of dollars at stake. They have to do certain things. Anyways, it was better. Black Panther was a lot better than a lot of these other movies in this category yeah including our next sure. one speaking of like queer canon it's like <laughs> i really thought i was gonna love this but i'm like this movie Which? sucks a star is born <laughs> okay. okay no don't <laughs> say
2: this movie sucks what? do you actually think it
0: sucks okay i, I actually okay. maybe i agree kind of like it's the hype <laughs> thing like everyone at tiff's like oh my god this masterpiece and i'd never seen the original one so i didn't know it had to like follow mm-hmm. this plot that's ridiculous but okay I don't know is suck stronger? <laughs>
2: no it's not I think I think that the first and we've kind of talked about this like the first 20-30 minutes I was like I'm into this okay like, I was stoned so I'm like was it because I was stoned no but, but I was not and okay. I was like okay I'm feeling that like Willem and Shangela are in this I'm loving the drag scene right they were both in it right Yeah, no, oh, you scared cool. me you, I... no you gave me a look oh, like my God. you were like and I was like, "Did I just say the wrong drag queen's no, name?" No, okay. I just have a resting dumb. I face. was like, "Okay, I get instantly that it's still a Hollywood film. It's going to be a little bit cheesy, and but I it was. Get... It was like the Italian family, like Lady Gaga was being right. funny. It was like and good. I was, was like, energy. already the music, I'm kind of into it. It's not the music's not overly cheesy. Leading up to the main song of the film, like Oh what's Shallow, it? It was great. Turn it off. I was like, turn it off after Shallow. Shevers yeah, into great. this, but then. It just becomes the most boring movie I've ever and seen. And there's two extra hours. Yeah. And I'm you're like, like what? That, you already hit the climax, and now I have to watch for another two hours. And he was so
0: serious. It's like, this is actually hilarious. When Alec Baldwin says, ladies and gentlemen, Ali, I'm like, that's comedic <laughs> genius. But I know yes. you're actually being serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. My biggest issues with A Star is Born. One, what genre of music is... The man supposed to represent that is so popular and so he, artistically, so ar- like, artistic um, and smart. It's like, shh, it's like bad. Yeah, bad versus alternative she's rock. pitched
2: as, like, oh, the pop is just
0: awful. It's like they were making fun of pop music. I'm like, this pop music is way higher brow than whatever, like, hell out of you to Yeah, and, and whatever music he was making, he walks into a gay bar and they're all like, oh my God, it's that famous <laughs> guy And I was it's like, like, how'd this crossover happen? Yeah, it's like he looked like, okay, like that, okay, to me, it sounds like Kings of Leon or something. And it's like if <laughs> the lead singer of Kings of Leon, walking to a gay bar, no one would bat an eyelash. They would just be like, oh, there's an alternative gay guy here. Yeah. Like they, but they were all like, whoa, it's him. So that was just unrealistic <laughs> and dumb to me. The whole moral around the music of it, it's supposed to be about a movie about music. I'm like, this makes no sense. And it was kind of bizarre in the sense that Lady Gaga represents that
2: and she's always kind of been like, pop is highbrow. I'm going to make pop highbrow. And I know this is a movie and she's playing a character, but it, someone mentioned once that it would have been more interesting if they actually... Made her music like, why did it have to be bad? Yeah, like, why did you do that? Do that? Do that? I mean, like, catchy song, but I mean, like, in the eyes of the people in the movie, they were all like, This music's bad, but it's like, then why? It would be interesting if it was like, No, she's actually making amazing music and he's having a hard time
0: dealing with her fame. And exactly, and also, okay, wow, this is how I know it's a bad movie because I'm like, (laughs) I can just keep talking. And remember when at the end, it's like the manager comes between them as if they have this this amazing relationship, strongest relationship and they're like, So, like, Like, okay, yeah, wow, he is daddy issues i guess and like she like i don't know like they like try and build them up a Mm -hmm. little bit but they're communicating they're in love and they never really have a problem in their relationship there's no issue it's like why would this manager's like one sentence cause you to literally spoiler alert but whatever you don't need to like kill yourself it's Mm -hmm. like no talk have a conversation because you're clearly in love and you clearly talk all the time Mm
2: -hmm. and they also they pulled the trick of like using the dog remember? oh yeah like, like, like what's that called the... dog
0: tragedy porn I don't know
2: it's like yeah the dog was so that actually
0: is what made me feel emotional I was like you cheated and you used a dog being sad about its owner dying also like Bradley Cooper <laughs> you're so effing creepy to like what? direct a movie where you're like ripped and uh, hot like, and have no yeah. problems and like are a flawless person that's true his that you only
2: problem was his they're like, a alcohol, martyr for your whatever. wife
0: and then like die yeah. and also alcoholics don't have ripped bodies like that Then right. put just like tan anyway so bad Fair. But I think that overall <laughs> <laughs> we
2: obviously like have some feelings. I feel that people want to I'm like gay man. I was betrayed because I was proud of Lady Gaga. I'm like for somebody. It's a, her first yeah. debut acting role. Not that I think she necessarily deserved best actress, but, n- but uh, I was
0: like, and get good, some good, humbleness. Good now she's just like, uh, there she can goes, be a hundred people oh, in a room. <laughs> But she's always crying. And she's like, Oh my God I want to come to God. It's like, stop crying. Like, relax. Like, it's it doesn't matter. Like, you're overreacting. If you just watch this movie again, you might be like, oh, wait, it's really not that interesting. Right. But Aww. I will say, it's a divided the nation because when divided I watched the gay this, nation. Well, no, this- Oh, yeah, this person is gay, but is a lesbian. But when I was sitting next to one of my best friends oh, at true. the end of this movie when Lady Gaga's single <laughs> tear falls down her cheek as she sings a Whitney Houston song around. (laughs) i started laughing my friend beside me uncontrollably (laughs) sobbing sobbing her eyes out i'm like i'm dead inside i literally laughed out loud and my other friend because every gay person in toronto was there opening night on a tuesday was like i heard you laugh like at like the most like awful time but i was like there's nothing but humor that i can find in this moment because it's so
2: like over the top over and
0: just like contrived contrived Okay,
2: wow. Okay, very strong feelings came out of that movie. Surprise, I had to
0: even talk about that movie. Next, Um, we have what we
2: saw. I'm going to quickly mention that there are two we did not see.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, why are we talking about that?
2: Uh, I, I just like, want to say it so you know we're not going to look at Green Book and Vice because we yeah, didn't see thank those you. ones.
0: So I've heard just so many bad things. And yeah. after seeing Bohemian Rhapsody, which we'll get to later, which everyone had said bad things about, I'm like, I can't watch these movies that everyone said bad things <laughs> about. Green Book sounds so bad. So which bad. one was the next one that we watched? Roma. 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 So now we will change the tone um, for this masterpiece. Roma was amazing. Uh, amazing. Okay, so my favorite director is Alfonso Cuaron, who directed this movie. So I... Went in like with Black Panther and A Star is Born with very high expectations. Mm-hmm. So, I want to like preface but that. But,
2: did we know
0: what kind of reviews they were getting before? I'd, I did. It was the same thing out of Toronto. Like people saying, yeah, like, everyone it's saying it's so it's good. The same thing as A Star is also, Born. Also,
2: loved that we watched it on Netflix. Yeah. But I didn't know. So even idea. though people
0: say because of like the shots it's worth seeing in theaters, I, I would have been happy was, to see it in theaters, it but effective. I also was like, that's cool. I'm. I'm into this idea of, like, launching a film. Okay. So, Alfonso Cuaron, back to, like, not cutting and just, like, designing scenes. Like, he also uses a cinematographer that he's famous for who doesn't cut. And I'm like, this is the most effective. I don't know know anything about, like, filming, whatever, (laughs) like, cinematography. But it works. Like In Children of Men, the best action movie of all time, (laughs) he has a scene where he doesn't cut. And I tell people about this all the time. Multiple scenes, actually. Or, sorry, but the final battle scene or action scene is... I I don't know it's the most unbelievable Mm -hmm. thing I've seen and he uses that in this movie a very emotional you know serious there's no action in this movie but it gives that same effect and it gives you the appreciation of like they're actually acting
2: all in this moment and coordinating it's like a dance with the cameras and the actors and I find that fascinating because then it's more like a play. And I feel like it gives the actors a chance to have an entire yeah. scene. And be in you get it. A, instead yeah. of like, here, let's just but record cut, these cut. couple of lines yeah. only facing on you. It's like, no, everyone's involved. The whole crew, the whole cast. Go.
0: Ah, the long take. Everybody loves it. My recent fave long-take scenes are one in Homecoming, where Julia Roberts, in the first episode, walks across the Homecoming premises with no cuts. It's beautiful. One of the ones that really stick out for me in Children of Men is when they are driving in a car with Julianne Moore and Clive Owen and some others, and all the enemies start running down from the woods. Then a motorcycle crashes into them, and it's sort of the whole time you're thinking, like, how did they do this? Filmmakers and cinephiles alike consider the tracking shot, aka a long take without cutting, to be something worth admiring. It obviously takes technical brilliance, teamwork, and coordination, and a lot of planning to pull these scenes off. Other iconic examples are from films like Touch of Evil and Goodfellas, and show how these long takes can respectively highlight tension or explore the themes of the film. Another amazing take that highlights the theme of a film is from the recent movie Widows, where Colin Farrell, a politician, leaves an opponent's campaign headquarters, which is in a lower-income neighborhood, and drives to his own mansion and house in this rich neighborhood. And it sort of specifically highlights how close affluence and poverty can reside to each other in major cities. And action films also love these scenes, as they can capture the realism of the fight. For example, Old Boy and The Protector, Atomic Blonde, and even the Daredevil show on Netflix all have extended action and fighting scenes that use the long take to great effect. Here at Sidenote, we want to know what are your favorite long takes? What are your favorite tracking shots? Which ones have made you sort of think after the movie, like that specific scene was amazing? Let us know using the hashtag Sidenote Podcast and also look at other people's. you might get inspired to watch a new film. Okay, it was just the most beautiful story. It was so moving, and mm-hmm. I remember a lot. Of, I, I remember a lot of people talk about, oh, it's black and white. Like we even said, are we oh, in the mood for this? That was a red this? flag for me. Yeah, yeah, but like you think, oh, I it's foreign. And it's like, so. going to have subtitles, and people think it's going to be boring. But remember, five minutes in, mm-hmm. we just looked at each other and we're like, oh, like, I'm so. How into does this. the movie? It's amazing. So contrasting like a Marvel
2: film, we can use Black Panther as an example here, but just any Marvel film in general. Like, often what I find lacking is that true character connection. But then you see a movie like Roma, and you're like, how come in five minutes I can be so connected to these characters, but after an entire
0: two hours of a Marvel a film... A star is, I'd say a star is of Black Panther, I thought, born. actually did an amazing job. Uh, okay. You caring in a I guess I more film. just mean,
2: like, I've always thought... I'm always wondering why, like, sci fi specifically has a heart. Sci fi to me, like, struggles with character connection because it's so conceptually based. Yeah. And then I wondered if that bleeds into, um, like, action and well, Marvel well. sci fi. That's true. But I'm picturing, yeah, like, space. Like, a lot of space movies that I love, I don't love for their character development. I yeah, love because the, idea, the, concept, the and concept and the visuals and that sort of thing. But then you see a movie like this and you're like, why can't a Marvel film or why can't a sci fi film take five minutes to build a character yeah. that this film was able to do by just being simple. Showing us the intricacies of their life that's nuanced. It's not I can never remember this word but it's not
0: like um, when you literally just say like oh, instead of show don't us, tell, yeah that's what they're supposed to do is show don't tell yeah. but some movies tell don't show like mm-hmm. boy, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody the worst movie so I yeah Roma
2: now. like and it's like Ugh. a simple story it's
0: not overly but, okay. complex but it's very interesting and so like it's about the director's as a kid relationship with the person who helped look after his family in Mexico City like it's obviously like a tale of love for this mm-hmm. person who is so endearing in the movie and such a brilliant actress who'd never acted before yeah that
2: blows my mind like, when
0: people are in films and then I know. they're like, they found them on the street. They never asked. It makes me feel a little bit like okay, like when people are like, I like won this Oscar. I'm like, okay, like I guess anyone could do that. <laughs> like I know that's so rude, but I'm like, everyone's so obsessed with acting. I'm like, it's not that right, hard. Like there's harder can find things to do. Some like people off the I don't know, like physics. <laughs> Anyways, but she's the most amazing actress in this movie. So is the mom. What I think is so important is that in other movies they would have treated the mom character as like mean or like rude and like that would be the tension. But no, when this like. Caretaker comes to her in, in times of need, the mom is like vulnerable and open, and they work together to help each other, like fight off like essentially like patriarchal issues in their lives. And, like yeah, men, and it's, it's like, just so layered, so smart. Yeah, it's like she
2: she can be good and bad at the same time. Every character can do things where you think they're going to be nuance. set up as the bad yeah. person, but then you're like, wait, no, no, you're, that's not you're life. Like you're a human being, and I think that's why a film like this can be so incredible because it's. Based on Alfonso Cuaron's like uh, life growing up, right? I think it's like a personal experience to him. He saw the nuance in the characters before he created this, and I feel like then
0: the actresses and actors understand that. And, and there's, there's like, so much more realness and to it. So, and it's not boring. There's human. so much thing happened. Like, you're learning about the history of Mexico. The final scene is, like, a literal climax. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the most brilliant movie. And when you put it beside something like A Star is Born, or more importantly, like, the other worst movies, in my opinion, like Bohemian Rhapsody, it's, like, I honestly am, like, offended mm-hmm. that Bohemian Rhapsody has to sit beside this movie that was so thoughtful. Oh, and, like, uh, anyways, Alfonso Cuarón's a genius. Watch E to E! Uh, I said this recently someone was like watch Itamama Tambia. I'm like there's <laughs> nothing more pretentious than being like oh have you seen Ito Tambia? No, but that's a really good movie Yeah too. Ito Tambia is so good oh, oh my god hot sexy also like a metaphor for like like Mexico's poli- like it's about politics it's right. so much more than that watch Children of Men watch the third Harry Potter about, that like, he directed masculinity? yeah it's about masculinity and mm-hmm. about like a political turmoil. I was like, yeah, he obviously is a man who's able to look at himself. Yeah, be introspective, talk about societal issues that are greater than
2: one individual, but represent them through individuals. I think that's really cool. Oh my god! Okay. I think I'm because sorry. you've mentioned it so him. much, we should just quickly talk about the Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Absody. Oh um, my god. Okay, you obviously already know our feelings because on we watched this. it last
0: night. I can't stop. So thinking about we it. stopped it an hour and a half in. No, not an hour. Oh, an hour and a half in. There was like an hour left. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair to say. People might get mad about that because apparently the Live Aid concert at the end is so fun to watch, but they even got that wrong. What happened to me
2: is I thought watching it, and this is exactly what we did, I was like, I would way rather just watch actual clips of Freddie Mercury in interviews and performing right now. Yeah, because that's did after. effectively what this movie is. There's no real cohesive story. Not to mention I looked it up and half of the things in the movie are not even accurate portrayals of what happened, which is frustrating to a lot of people. But I was just like it all felt so disjointed. I was like, what? I thought we downloaded the
0: wrong version. <laughs> I was like, okay, we downloaded this movie. Don't Wait, come for that us. That reminds Canadian me government. of like one like, time pop
2: topic. We were watching. You were like, I, I there's this clip of like Aladdin the musical on YouTube, and we started <laughs> watching it. We were like, this so is bad. really bad. Like, how do people love this? It's gone to Broadway. That is so weird. And then I was like, this can't be. it. It's so bad. It turns out it was like
0: the a Disneyland. performance at Disneyland <laughs> for children. Anyway, that
2: reminded me of Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, where we're was, like, Bohemian Rhapsody movie? was
0: a Disneyland live attraction, like it, that's theme part version analogy. of a movie. It's like it gets the people in, just gives you a bit of feel good here, a bit of one liner here. It was so but no bad. substance. Speaking of show don't tell tell don't show yeah. like it was like they would like the, there's like, that one moment where the dad's like well when i sent you away to try and make you turn into a real man it's like what yeah like, and one... then moments later like he gets
2: the news that he's like gotten on the radio or some record company wants them and it's like okay
0: this is like a little on the nose it was so bad and like i it crazy to me that so many people like it it made so mm-hmm. much money and i was just like i'm like what i the think f- there's the queen effect in there because like queen and Love Freddie Mercury yeah. are just so iconic.
2: And it is nice to see it represented and it is an interesting story. The music is amazing because it's literally Freddie Mercury and Queen. So there's those levels to it that can be enjoyable. Wait, okay, but
0: then on top of all of this, it's directed by Brian Singer, who left like three weeks before it ended, oh. mostly directed by Brian Singer. So then I just started like reading all the articles about his allegations. He's a literal rapist and Like, it's like, okay, there's, not only is this movie just, like, bad when you watch it, it's boring, and it's a slog, and it's, like, poorly done, and it's like it's also like directed by a happens. literally like evil person, um, who and it's just anyways. Du- I just can't. believe Yeah, I would that, say that's unless that's you're obsessed you. with Queen, skip it. I really love Queen, but I still was just like, that's why I would way rather just turn on. One more, they watch. like show up somewhere at a building, and I'm like, oh, huh, that's weird. What building is this? And the guy gets in and goes, a recording studio. Yeah, and it's like, like okay, like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's telling, not showing. It's like okay, why? And are just you-
2: something about it kept jumping around, and like apparently the
0: story of how he joined Queen is just fully fabricated. And his mouthpiece, I'm sorry, That's the whole time I'm like, you're, what's his name, Rami Malek? Yeah. With a mouthpiece. Like, you, yeah. I'm not believing that you're Freddie Mercury because the whole time you're trying to push it back it's in your so, mouth. It was over the top. And yeah, usually
2: when someone does that to their body or face, it's supposed to be so part of them that you don't even notice it. You it have just millions of dollars. But all like, I could think about the whole time was like, this is Rami Malek dressed up in like a crazy yeah. over the top mouthpiece. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't work. For and me. they
0: just said like they just were like oh gay people just stare at each other with eyes like it's like they'd be like yeah there was, was just, no there was context
2: or subtleness to the gay interaction and I did look it up after and it is true that he loved his like uh, wife that he I don't know if they were married what sorry he that, right? but like Mary Austin I think her name was yeah. like he always considered her his best friend there was a moment during the film where I was like why are they focusing on his love with this female but he did always no, but it was feel so straight washed
0: even though it was directed by a gay rapist yeah. okay anyway. Wow. Moving I on. would give it a 1 out of 10. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I didn't finish it, so I don't know if I can, like, fairly assess it. True. But I don't usually not finish movies. I was Me like, either. this is I the I can't worst. remember the last movie I didn't finish. Um, what do you want to do next? Black
2: Klansman could be one. Oh, That's a weird movie. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about this. I was really into it. Like, I loved watching it. And I feel like the premise and the setup was great, but the final execution, I
0: think, fell apart. They created such cool tension. It was such an interesting plot. Like Spike Lee has a cool way of filming that I actually was like, okay, this is like different and interesting. And I actually started to think this is awesome that this has been propped up and lots of people are seeing this movie, but the tension was great And then it just sort of like. It's like they like didn't like take advantage of all this. Like, there's literally
2: this. like terrifying moments where you're like scared they're gonna get caught, scared they're gonna be like,
0: Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
2: Found out on screen people being like, wait is that not the cop that busted me once that he's a spy and then
0: nothing happens to it so you feel tension but then there's no actual release It just like fizzles and goes away the one thing though that's really interesting is in the last five minutes it becomes a movie that's actually literally being like Donald Trump is a white supremacist and I think that is true and so therefore I think that in that context, I'm like, okay, this movie you're was- you're like, whoa, yeah. this was built for this part. Which I think is like, obviously if you're going to have the platform to make movies, it's like really cool if you have a strong political stance. But up until that point, as a movie, I was like, there is, again, the same thing with and Rhapsody. I'm like, are we watching the right version? Like Mm -hmm. are parts edited out. Cause like it's literally confusing. And when I think about directors of movies and editing, it's like, okay, whoever directed both of these movies, I don't think it can be their masterpiece. Unlike Mm -hmm. Roma, because I'm like, there's actually moments where I'm like, that actually just doesn't really make sense. The whole plot about them, being two people and oh, yeah. using the phone, it's like, wait, you would just be like, th- so they basically in, this in the film, flaw.
2: like they're pretending to be someone who's interested to be a Klansman, but because the main protagonist is black, they need another white guy to actually go to the events and pretend to be him. But it's like, they're so worried about their voices being So Why different. wouldn't you just pick up the phone and tell the other? Then the white guy should just be the one on the phone as yeah. well. It's it's very strange that, and then that creates tension because are like, they're going to get caught, but then you're like, why? Someone would have had a meeting Like so uh, complicated. Buddy I
0: think I have a simple solution To this yeah. Like why don't you just like, like Direct Like you can still be this. part Of the investigation
2: yeah. Just like why doesn't The same person Play Pick the up character the phone <laughs> Yeah <laughs> so But very I mean weird. It
0: was really fun to watch Like white supremacists Literally yeah. get like killed It was a good And thing. like <laughs> yeah. Like uh Just like It was satisfying in that sense Yeah, yeah like it, And I really liked that It had a It actually had a point And it was unique It, it was a cool storyline Yeah I, I was into it But felt that Like better than A Star is Born And better than Bohemian Rhapsody Oh yeah I think Think so for sure. Okay, now and now another. And this opinion, is our final one, right? Because we haven't watched the favorite yet. was so good. So I also just watched the favorite. You watched it, a and while you didn't ago. like the lobster. This director's other movie, which I loved, correct. So you were nervous. I thought queen. it was
2: a cool concept, the lobster. But once they they killed a dog in it, and any movie that kills a dog on screen is banished okay. for me. Fair enough. That's unacceptable. It's just like a Star is Born. They used a dog inappropriately, and that movie they fucking killed one. Anyway, this movie was actually so good. The favorite like, the was so favorite, good. The favorite is hilarious. It's so well executed. the The costumes, the set, the acting, the every level of the it. The
0: Concept. Yeah, like and it's the, true story. Like I, I embellished a bit. Which blew my bit, mind. I only knew that because you had told me. Going. I into was it. like, "There's no way this is true." Then I wikipedia it after, and I was like, "Genius!" Like, like to make so this so good. thrilling and hilarious. And oh, I loved that movie. I think
2: it was really unique. Yeah, just something about it really stood out to me. It was enjoyable. It was the funny. It was scary. It was scary. Like, queer. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say about this movie other than, like, I. Go think see it. Form your own opinion. Favorite and Roma to me are like those movies. that oh, are like, there's. It just stands out as such a unique film that was so well executed. And I don't really have. I'm sure if I watched many times, I might have minor criticisms here and there, but overall, like,
0: really enjoyable. And, um,. Now nah, let's just get into the two we say okay like green book literally like i do not want to see this movie i heard it's so <laughs> Trash. no i can't say problematic it it. and weird and just whatever and vice even it's like the big short like the director of the big short and i just i know i'm like we probably should have watched them for the whole scope of things but when i've read enough about them and hear that they're bad like i even forced myself to watch bohemian Rhapsody and i'm like damn it why did i waste my yeah. hour and a half that whatever you can t- say what you want about those movies but i've that Don't one's
2: especially that one. weird, though, because the audience versus critic reaction has been, like, the audiences loved it, but critics hated it. Because
0: people love Queen. Are you talking about Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but that was what threw me off, because there was good ratings about it, but whereas, anyway. Okay, so, so there's only two more things I want to say. Okay. Okay. So the one thing I want to say is this idea about how everyone just needs to realize that these movies, they are all so queer. And not one queer person played a que- mm. It's like, it is insane to me that is 2019. Why can we not do this? Okay, Marshall oh. Ali in Green Book is a queer person. Okay, so he's straight. Okay. Uh, the favorite, all three of them are essentially queer. Mm-hmm. All three straight. Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody, queer. It's just like, it's yeah. actually kind of at this point, I'm just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, why can't a single queer actor be hired? I know. City? I know, and it's just, I don't know, it, it, it really bothers me. But then on top of that, I just want to talk about one other thing, which is a movie called Can You Ever Forgive Me, which wasn't nominated for Best Picture okay. or for Best Director, but in my opinion was incredible. And it's the one with Melissa McCarthy oh, okay. and her friend, yeah, and she's it. nominated. So it's like in the Oscar world right. right now. So this movie's so good. It's so simple. Also queer, again, Melissa McCarthy, not queer, plays right. a lesbian. Here we go again. But the director of this movie it's such a simple, beautiful, hilarious, good movie, is a woman, and she is left out of the Best Director category this year. And to think that some of these other people are in these mm-hmm. Best like Having even, watched these films. Yeah, even like uh, Spike Lee, I'm like, this isn't his like masterpiece.
1: Greg brings up a really interesting point. Black Klansman in the eyes of many critics is not Spike Lee's masterpiece. Do the Right Thing, however, absolutely is. It's one of the only movies ever to be selected by the United States Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry during its first year of eligibility. And it's arguably one of the most powerful American films about race.
2: Doctor, come on, what? what? Always do the right thing. But in
1: 1989, it did not receive a Best Picture nomination. Spike Lee was snubbed. The Academy has done this before. In 1974, both Al Pacino and Jack Nicholson were up for Best Actor. Al Pacino in The Godfather 2.
2: I know it was you, Fredo.
0: You broke my heart.
1: And Jack Nicholson for Chinatown.
0: But, Mrs. Mulray, I goddamn near lost my nose.
2: And I like it. I like breathing through it. And I still think that you're hiding something.
1: Two incredible performances, but they both lost to Art Carney for his role in Harry and Tonto, a story of a man on a road trip with his cat.
2: So he's packing up his faithful sidekick, Tonto, and running away from home.
1: Art Carney was considered due to win, To make up for this blunder, Jack Nicholson was awarded Best Actor the following year, and Al Pacino would win in 1992 for his slapstick portrayal of a blind, retired war veteran in Scent of a Woman.
2: Would you like to learn to tango, Donna?
1: Definitely not his best work, but he was nominated and lost seven times prior, so in the eyes of the Academy, he was due to catch a break.
2: You broke my streak.
1: This is why many conclude that the awards are more often a reflection of lifetime achievement than a reflection of current work.
0: Or whatever, like, I'm just like, this is weird. There's this other movie, like, that just randomly gets a Best Director nod that's, like, not even in Best Picture. I'm like, why? Hollywood is so messed up. I'm like, this is, in my opinion, of all the movies that I saw other than Roma... And the favorite, like that the best directed there. movie. Because it's like, oh, this script is simple, but it's right. because of the way that it was made and executed that it's so good. And, yeah, now it's just all men who are in the best director category. So That, that is frustrating. I, okay, I
2: want to say for the end of this segment, it's been longer than normal, but let's do one final thing. Who do
0: you want to win? Who do you think will win? I want Roma to win. And, like, in some, like, sad, twisted way, I think, like, because of the world like Green Book's going to win or something <laughs> oh, I guess it's hard because we haven't seen those do you think so <laughs> well because when I think about the Oscars I know I'm defending in the debate that they should still exist but when you think about the Oscars it's all political and it's right. all like they have so many industry insiders but actually no, I, so I, I'm say you know what I'm going to say I think Roma's going to win yeah I think so too
2: but that'll be interesting do you think because it was on Netflix it might get some docked marks from people oh true that's like what that I mean there's so many the other industry. things behind but I'm going to say Roma across the board. Okay. I Oh, this is so hard. Yeah. for me it's between favorite and Roma, and I could go either way. And I just saw the favorite, so I feel like it's fresh in my mind. Like I kind of want the favorite to win, but I also love Roma so much. I can't choose. And I just have this. Say which one you want
0: and which one you think. That's what you have to say.
2: Okay. I want Roma to win. Okay. I no. Bohemian Rhapsody can't there's part of me that thinks it's gonna win. No. I will
0: flip my TV over. (laughs) Well, actually. I think yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pick the same as you. I think is Roma gonna win. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, that'll be a nice night for cinema. Wow. That was a lot. I hope people are like, listening are you still here? Like, Hello. Are you guys listening? Are you guys still like, here? We're yelling.
2: <laughs> I know we're yelling, but are you listening to us? Okay. We're gonna go away, but we will come back and have a true debate over on whether or not the Oscars should even exist at all.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to Side Note. We are so happy that our voices get to go into your ears every week. And make sure that you follow our new Instagram, at SidenotePod, for behind-the-scenes footage. And leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. We love to read them and see what you're saying. Now, let's get back into the final debate. So today's debate is about whether or not the Oscars should exist at (laughs) all. Oh my gosh. So I, Greg, am a huge fan of the Oscars, and I'll be debating that yes, the Oscars are extremely important and should continue. (laughs) Okay. And I believe that the Oscars are worth crap
2: all, and that they should be completely and utterly cancelled and I have the stats and proof to explain why. Cancelled culture!
0: Okay, (laughs) here we go. Mitch, you're gonna go first just because you are. Okay? Okay. Don't question me. Okay. Okay. One, two, you know what to do, and go. To big time. Okay, so first of
2: all, they're so boring and <laughs> people don't even watch them. The 2018 Oscars was the lowest rate of rated Oscars of all time, and I think you may have mentioned this earlier, but they literally have no impact on box office success. There's been a handful of studies that have looked into it, and sometimes it seems they do, but overall there's no consensus over whether they help f- films at all. Um, there's extreme bias in them, so it's made up of people who are on average 49 years old so that means average is a lot of old people uh, 93% white people and 76% (sighs) men who are like rating the films and giving their nominations and stuff Um, and when people of color do win it's often based on racial stereotypes um and if you speak out, like sometimes people are like, oh, the Oscars is a great chance for actors to be activists and whatever. It's like, no, there's been actors who have been banned. So Richard Gere was banned for 20 years for calling out China's treatment of Tibet. So it's only on the Oscars terms when they think it's important. Um, and also let's not forget One the hashtag MeToo movement. It's like people part of that entire industry were okay dealing with that stuff as long as it didn't hurt their careers <sighs> and they could suck up to the people that mattered most and they weren't willing to expose. So so much for being activists. Um, it's also rigged in favor of movies that are like pretty boring like I know La La Land didn't win eventually is that what it's called LA LA Land um, oh, LA LA <laughs> Land okay. But basically it's like a weird voting system where like if a movie is controversial it's more likely to do worse um, and also so many awards are given based seconds. on merit, so people aren't necessarily like Like, I know you don't love Lord of the Rings, but, like, the third one won, and it definitely was not the best one, but they thought, like, wow, this series was so impactful, we should give it. And a lot of actors and actresses win just because it's, like, they're due for an Oscar. Stupid. Fake. Um, Also, some campaigns (laughs) literally spent millions of dollars. So, Shakespeare and Love spent $16 million to outbeat Saving Private Ryan by including paying people to say bad things about Saving Private Ryan. Wow. So, I'm going to end there because I have more to say, but... The Oscars should be canceled. Good night.
0: Okay, you brought up some really interesting, controversial subjects that make me think the Oscars are, ooh, really interesting. (laughs) What? I mean, that's all, like, I found that stuff all really interesting, and I'm, like, excited for this year. Okay, Uh, that's (laughs) not what that was supposed to do. But are you ready to bring on your pro-Oscar points? All right, you can start anytime. Okay, so... You're right. The Oscar viewership has decreased a lot. But I would argue that a lot of people are like us going on Reddit, finding the best live stream. That's not going into the Nielsen reports. That's how we watch any live event now as millennials. (laughs) Also, it's aired in 225 countries across the world. So, yeah, the viewership might have gone down in America. But it's pretty insane to think about the actual impact that these award shows have on the world. People around the world tune in to watch Hollywood. And I think that that's really important because... Yes, you are in fact right that the uh, voting panel is extremely old, extremely white, and extremely male, and extremely hetero. But in the last few years, they've panicked about that, the academy that is, and they've added 1,600 of around 8,000 people to, into it who are younger, more diverse when it comes to race and sexuality because they want yeah, to change okay, okay, this. Okay. And I think that this is an important thing because, as I said, 225 countries are watching this and they're seeing movies like Moonlight, which, you know, it's a queer movie about people of color and, like, it's just fast. One minute. Wow. I always feel like I just... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fast. Like, like, Roma, the favorite Like, uh, can you ever forgive me? Call me by your name. I'm just focusing on a lot of, like, queer movies, but the fact that the world tunes in to see these movies get highlighted I think is extremely important, and it shows where we are as a society when it comes to movies, and I think that's my next point, is that looking back on the Oscars, they become, like, a time capsule for culture. Like, I mean, obviously, like, Western culture, but it's still really interesting to at least look at them critically throughout the years. Like, what did people care about at the time? And I do think that these it is a chance for people to get up in front of an audience of many people and say whatever they want, and you're right about Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins, they were talking about the two hundred and sixty six Haitian people who were in Guantanamo Bay for being HIV positive they're saying, you know why are they being held having being HIV positive is not Ten a seconds. crime, and they got that out there to say to say something like that a long time ago when that was a big deal. Sure, the Oscars got mad, but they still got to say it, and that still and happens time Wow okay. <laughs> Okay, here we go.
2: Um, Okay, so let's open up the conversation. If you had other points you want to talk about, like we can talk about them openly. I, so your main argument is just that the Oscars are a place for what? Like activism? Is that what you think? Well, I think that
0: they are. I think that because what? Lots of people are watching. People from around the world are watching this award show. Okay, people get to go up and say whatever they want when they win their Oscar, and people get to listen to them. And I think. It's so boring when people don't say and when they're actually like thanking their friends and family. I'm always like, yeah,
2: I'm like, you need to cut this out. Yeah, of your the manager Oscar. knows like, that you like love the them. Oscars. Like, should, that's what makes the Oscars boring to me. It's like I, I understand appreciating people, but like being on stage saying people's names doesn't really mean anything to viewers. I love when there's like an impassioned speech about things.
0: I and that's know. what I think and that's what I think really is their benefit. When you think about a lot of these movies being forward thinking, being challenging, and then people going up and talking and like using it as a platform, I think celebrities, like whatever. We live in a society where they have so much power. They have such uh I'm going to say speakerphone. What's the word when you go? Megaphone. <laughs> they have such speakerphone. Like at an at a rally when you go <laughs> into the megaphone. They have a megaphone and it's a really cool place for them to actually say things. They've done it throughout the But years. they have a megaphone their entire lives. Why do they only use it at the Oscars? Because like- so many people are watching then. It's a live event that everyone is tuning in for. And when people take the opportunity to use it to say something important. I think that's why the Oscars are cool and should continue. And the fact that they're diversifying their academy, I think in the future we're going to see more films that challenge people. Does that really have to do with the Oscars? Like, people taking advantage of the Oscars to tout, like,
2: activist messages? Like, the Oscars doesn't encourage that. They don't say, use our platform to have a social message and do good in this world. Like, they literally, in fact, probably don't want that because it's, like, out of their control. So... You're saying you like the Oscars because the people who are giving speeches can hijack it for reasons that it's literally not designed
0: for. Yes. Okay. In short, Just yes. wanted to make sure. Okay. Yes. I do think that. And I do think that, like, the movies, especially that we've seen as of late, minus Vice, Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> well, even Bohemian Rhapsody is, like, a, queer, uh, it's a poorly told queer story. Wow. I need to, like, figure out my opinion. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of these movies are challenging. They are representing what people are thinking about right now in the zeitgeist. I know it's problematic, but the world is problematic. Hollywood is problematic. And sometimes when we look at the Oscars is when we get to go, oh, wow, it's still all male directors like this needs to change. It's highlighting the institution and the way that it works and the Oscars is a time that we all focus in on it. Without the Oscars, there'd maybe be less challenging I, of this in, of this
2: industry. I I don't know. I don't think that's fully untrue, but if you think about like this industry and the Oscars has existed for how long? Like
0: oh, since 19 19- like, what like Oscars a long time. It, like, Sometimes when they flash back 75 I'm like,
2: wow. years or something like that Like, it's been there in front of everyone's faces forever. The only reason it's being called out now is because, like, in our contemporary world, we're acknowledging these problems. And so the fact that the Oscars shows us these inequalities, it's like, is a moot point because it always has and no one said anything about it until the last, like, Five years, maybe. What do you maybe, mean? Maybe, Wait, maybe. clarify that. Well, I, you're just saying, like, it's so great because we can see that it's all male directors and now that's why we're calling this out. It's like, no, it's not. It's always been all male directors. Every year for the last 75 years, we've seen that it, there's been massive inequalities in the people who win these things and who get acknowledged for these things. Mm, it hasn't I'm changed. saying it hasn't changed. We're only, as a society, we've changed. And this is like an old beast of society that we're going, okay, that's really problematic. Like, the fact that it's being aired isn't what's making the change. It's what people are saying is the problem. Okay. It's I, the see what problem, you're saying. Not, I see what you um, I, I have a quote I wanted to bring up okay. by a famous scientist, Richard Feynman. Um, and he had a very strong feelings on, you know, like honors and epaulettes, like like awards that people- It know, is kind of weird that get. we watch these awards of all of them. Um, so yeah. I'm going to read his quote because I like it. Okay. So he says- I don't like I th- honors. I read that as I don't like boners. But what does it say? <laughs> honors. Okay. I don't like honors. I'm appreciated for the work that I did and for the people who appreciate it, and I notice that other physicists use my work. I don't need anything else. I don't think there's any sense to anything else. I don't see that it makes any point that someone in the Swedish Academy decides that <laughs> this work is noble enough to receive a prize. Wow, Drake Swedish. I've already got the prize. The prize is the pleasure of finding the thing out. The kick in the discovery, the observation that other people use it. Those are the real things things the honors are unreal to me i don't believe in honors it bothers me honors honors is epaulets epaulets is uniforms so i feel like that's a specific look into like the Nobel prize yeah, that's space. Interesting, but yeah. i think it speaks to the honor and reward of creating a film of acting in a film of producing music like that should be your reward and i i understand like it feels great to be acknowledged for your work and I don't I don't know that I can fully feel this way that Richard Feynman does but there is a point, especially with science, it's like you shouldn't only be looking for discoveries yeah, he, to be rewarded. Clearly
0: Richard Feynman went to therapy, he was an evolved person it seems like right, that he but was yeah, able you, to get The that. craft
2: is what brings you the reward and if you're only doing it for the fame and the acknowledgement, isn't that what perpetuates a part of society that is also pretty toxic in the first place?
1: The quote from Richard Feynman had a thinking about how the Nobel Prize has quite a few similarities to the Oscars, including that it's a system that can be gamed, manipulated, and may not always be grounded in merit. We came across an article, 10 Simple Rules to Win a Nobel Prize on Ways to Enhance Your Odds. And here are a few of our favorites. First up, Pick your family carefully. Seven children of Nobel Prize winners have gone on to win the prize themselves, and four married couples have jointly won the prize. That includes Marie Curie and her husband Pierre, who won in physics in 1903, while their daughter, Arin and her husband, Frederic, won the chemistry prize in 1935. Wow, what a smart family. If you don't have a Nobel Prize-winning mom and dad, maybe you could work in a lab of a previous prize winner. Working in a prestigious lab could give you a boost. For example, the Medical Research Council Laboratory in Cambridge, UK, has pumped out nine winners. Or you could study biology. There are three STEM categories you can win an award in. The first is Physiology or Medicine, which is all one category the second is chemistry, and the third is physics. With these categories in mind, biologists actually have a leg up. The physiology medicine category has been won continually by biologists, but about half of all chemistry winners are actually biologists as well. If biology isn't your thing, collaborate, but only in groups of three. Collaborating on a project can bring diverse ideas and unique skill sets to a project, but only three people can go on a winning ticket. This often leads to researchers being excluded, like in the scientists who worked on the Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory Project, which detected cosmic gravitational waves. Say that three times fast. The actual number of contributing scientists on that project was literally three pages long, but only three got the prize. It also doesn't hurt to always be nice to Swedish scientists. According to the author, several laureates had their prize severely delayed by picking a fight with the wrong person, a.k.a. the wrong Swedish Nobel Committee member. All this aside, of course, being a good scientist matters. Ask good questions, find new methods to investigate them, and look for unexpected results and stay curious.
0: Yeah, but I would say that I do think it's interesting that he says that, especially about science. I think it would be so interesting if science had an award show where the public got to actually see these amazing Discoveries because science is something i think needs to be more in the public consciousness at all times but unfortunately or fortunately we look at the arts and pop culture as something that more people are interested in and yeah you could say that for the actual person winning the award like brad pitt or whatever that maybe he shouldn't care about the award show but i'm talking about the impact that it has on society and okay, i think i can agree with that, that. if For example, the Swedish Academy and, like, the Nobel Prize, if people watch that in, like, like, the way that they watch the Oscars, I would be arguing that that's a great thing because people are absorbing this really important information about science and, like, the evolution of human mind and, like, the world around us. But they aren't. Well, some people really care about it. uh, But the Oscars, people care about it. And so what I like about it is that it takes in many ways, not when we think of... (laughs) <laughs> Vice Greenback, I'm homie in Rhapsody. But it takes these movies that I think can be really important for people to see that are about queer stories, stories from different perspectives that are... I guess that's my
2: only argument that I'd say is that it often doesn't. Like, yes, there are times in a recent history, some movies that have won tell stories that are very different than the ones that would have won through the last oh, however many decades. But I think it... It's more like to me that the Oscars follows the trend of what they need to be doing and they lag behind and they're not helping to define and expose yeah. people. They're saying, oh, geez, for whatever oh, yeah. reason, this like, movie is a cultural and phenomenon. And if we don't acknowledge it, yeah. we'll, we'll be seen as bad people.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think that they are definitely like not moving. It would fast be amazing they if they were
2: like, like often when I watch the Oscar movies, like the ones that I think are the best and most impactful aren't the ones that are winning necessarily. Like, there's so many. I amazing... hope Roma wins. I yeah, do think yeah. It, and there's that's a be. great example. There's yeah. so many foreign films that I end up watching that I'm like, it's best. Ha- yeah. And then there's just the one little category for foreign films, yeah, and it's, it's like, true.
0: but that's the rest of the
2: world. And I get that yeah. it's an American, but Hollywood, Hollywood
0: and Hol- they're trying to balance between like art house films and then the films that actually like the. General but it doesn't feel loves. like a balance to me. It's
2: it's all Hollywood. I films. think they're
0: doing an okay balance, and I think I think to say this. And how I'll end is I'm saying I think they shouldn't go away because I think there's a lot of hope for them as they diversify the actual academy to become an award show that in the future props up movies that are challenging, props up movies that can go down in history as really helping to like define and progress the arts and the way that people look at the world. And I hope that that is the case. And I can see a glimmer of that happening in the last few years of the Oscars. But I know I that they could be problematic, and buy I know. It. But that's just what this stance and that I'm like, taking. And like, because also think want.
2: about like what we haven't really touched on. And I tried to, in one of my points was like the amount of money and campaigning that know, goes into winning is is irrespective of how good too. the movie they is. Start, like, it's like it's like like in September if, if they talked about, about it. thinking that tip. Shakespeare and Love spent 16 million That's Harvey dollars Weinstein's too. to promote a film like some movies don't even have that budget yeah. to make the film that could still be amazing movies I know. Okay, so, that's a really good so point. I do think that's insane,
0: and I do. I've read a few really intense articles about the actual pathway to winning an Oscar, and it's wild. You just go to all these like luncheons. How ins, much press It's you literally have, yeah. like a. It's like a political campaign. The money, the power, the energy. I do not think that that's interesting. I do not think that that should be the case. And it certainly and doesn't lead to the best flaw. film winning. No, it does Almost, not. Almost in fact, lead. it does the opposite. No, but I because like the films the, that have the bigger budgets are more likely yes, to win. Yes, I think that's a very good point, and I just think and hope that in the future that can be like curbed a little bit by the fact that the academy, these 8,000 people get to choose from hopefully some progressive movies and have that shine through. But you're right, there's a lot of money that's spent behind them and it's actually embarrassing. (laughs) But uh, I do think the Oscars should continue and I will be watching as someone who's loved them my whole life. Uh, But I can see why. Uh, Yeah, I will be watching. I mean, I'll probably
2: hear about it. I don't mind, I don't like absolutely hate it, but I'm just like, all award shows to me are a
0: little bit It's funny, whenever I've watched the Oscars with you, you're always like, this is so stupid. Yeah, and I'm like, you convince me every year
2: you're like, no, no, it's so fun. It's going to be like fun then, 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 like, and you're then, like, an hour in, about, like, yeah. Wait, I'm literally just listening to people say names of people I don't know. I haven't seen most of these things. But every once um, in a
0: while, it's worth it.
2: Okay, but it's like, now YouTube exists. It's like, the next day I'm going to see all the best clips. But yet, somehow I'm still tricked into watching <laughs> the award show
0: for four hours. Well, okay. So, <laughs> people out there, young audience who's probably like, what's the Oscar? <laughs> Like, Let us know. If you'll be watching the Oscars, let us know what you think about this year's Oscar movies. And do you think the Oscars should be canceled? Let us know, though. What? Prop up our podcast by talking about the Oscars, (laughs) even though I hate them. (laughs) Well, no. Let us know if you think they should continue, because I think this could be an interesting debate. Even looking it up online, so many people talk about this, because it is such an interesting, like, you know, potentially problematic award show. Mm -hmm. So, make sure you you follow us on at SidenotePod or at Moffat at (laughs) WellWatchMePLZ. And I think the Oscars will be around for a long time, whether we like it or not. We'll see. I'm curious. But, yeah, let us know your thoughts, and we'll see you guys in the next week. Bye. Bye.